Attention, everyone. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Okay, first things first, what is your name? This is Big Sonny playing the best of the 90s and beyond. Are you, are you ready for this? Yeah. Radio in motion. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. All right, ready? here we go. Radio in motion. Hey everyone, it's Tuesday night. That means it's time for Radio in Motion. Thanks for joining me tonight. We're going to have a great show. We're going to do 90s house party tonight. It's all about house party music and uh, there'll be a lot of R&B and rap and all those kind of tunes that you'd picture at the neighbor ha- neighbor's house party that you wish you were at. So, um, you know, it's as simple as that. Either you're having the party or you're annoyed that someone's having the party. But let's be honest, it's really because you want to be there. Uh, I, th- I think that's our situation right now where, where we live. A lot of our neighbors are, are having parties. And uh, and we're sort of like, oh, really? Uh, you know, every every night, what's going on? But I think deep down, we just we just want to be invited. Or maybe we want them over. Um, anyway, got a great show tonight. I was listening to the news there. Devastating to hear about uh, Kirstie Alley. Uh, it's starting to make me, you know, be aware of my own mortality. I'll tell you what. I mean, you know, she was uh, only in her in her 70s, but, uh, you know, I mean, look for me, uh, Kirstie Alley, cheers, of course. Uh, you know, I'm sure everyone was, was a big fan of that show, of course. But uh, for me, it uh, definitely has the ties in t- with uh, Star Trek. So she was Savick in Star Trek 2, and that came out in 82. Holy crap, that was a long time ago. But, uh, yeah, I suppose it's starting to hit home when a lot of the uh, actors, actresses, and, and singers, and, and just, um, you know, the people you you grew up with that were iconic in your life on uh, TV and movies and and music, when they start to uh, fall off one by one, then you start thinking, you know, who's next? I'll be honest, I'm I'm keeping a watch out for uh, for Clint Eastwood. I'm just saying. I feel like every year when I see uh, a tribute come on on TV, a tribute to Clint Eastwood, a life lived in cinema, you know, and that plays his movies, I immediately have to look uh, on Twitter or something to. Th- to think uh, has he passed away but then I search around and nope they're just they're just doing a tribute but it's it's uh, it's going to be getting close um, to uh, to having a real uh, Clint Eastwood tribute um, I'm actually going to look him up right now because I'm curious how old he is uh, 92 so look I'm just saying uh, George Burns uh, made it, made it to 100. So, you know, you never know. I think Clint Eastwood has the fortitude to do that. Uh, I watched him in that movie Cry Macho, and uh, look, the movie was, was uh, whatever. I think he should have he quit at Grand Torino or quit a while back, but it wasn't terrible. And, uh, you know, he was, he was good. He was fine. He, he did what he did. He, he just did old, old Clint. Old Clint living in a, a time he just doesn't understand. All these damn kids. But, uh, yeah, just you start to think, who's next? And William Shatner, you know, obviously uh, a huge Star Trek fan. I'm waiting for William Shatner. I hope he lives forever. I'm just saying, if, uh, if I wanted someone to live to be 120, it would be William Shatner. Having said that, I'm going to be honest. You look up a video of William Shatner or any interviews, and there have been uh, there was one recently with Bill Maher 
Um, he looks good. He looks fine. You would not believe he is the age he is. Uh, I think he, he looks at least 20 years younger. And and the most important part, it's, it's not always about looks. Uh, I mean, look, health is important, physical health. But his mind is there. His mind is still sharp. And that's, that's what I want. That's the question that I often ask people. Would you rather lose your your faculties you lose the physical part and keep your brain or would you start to lose your mind but but still be able to be physically fit and, and active um usually it ends up being a bit of both but yeah he's uh he's sharp as attack and still funny and witty and that's great i love to see that you hate to see people in in uh you know cognizant decline like um like president biden yeah he's been in decline for the past two years uh and he, uh, yeah, he's not well. When you have to have people on stage directing him where to go, or he starts talking to just people in the audience who aren't there, and yeah, constantly wanting to walk off the stage, uh, yeah, I think, uh, uh, yeah, he's he's in decline. Anyway, we've got a great show tonight. We'll kick it off with our '90s house party. We'll start you off with Ice Cube and check yourself. Tupac with How Do You Want It, before that, Jamalia with Superstar, and Check Yourself from Ice Cube. Uh, I have to give a shout-out to my father-in-law, Billy. I, I always think of, I think of his, his voice and his antics when he's, he's giving me bad jokes, bad, uh, bad grandpa uh, jokes. Um, I always picture him saying, like, lyrics from rap songs. I w- I'm going to have to get him to say these sometimes. I'd love him to say it. I picture him saying this to his wife, Vicky, saying something like Ice, Ice Cube. Yeah. Hey, hey, Vicky, you, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself, eh? Hey? Or, uh, you know, he, he put your, they get into it, put your back into it, eh? Hey? All these sort of naughty hip-hop lyrics. I just think it would be hilarious. But... Um, He's uh, he's on on holiday on a cruise ship, and he's he's recently broke his leg. So I just want to let you know, um, for all you uh, husbands out there, um, as you get older in retirement, it looks like the wives are pretty serious uh, about uh, going on holiday. Um, you will not miss that booking. You will not miss the cruise, even if you have uh, severely broken your leg. You'll you'll get on that cruise. She'll wheel you around. I'm um, just letting you know. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're going on the cruise. You're going to see the shows. You're going to the buffet. Nothing's going to stop that, guys. I can't help it. Um, thanks for listening to Sunbury Radio, 99.3 FM. You're listening to Radio in Motion. Tonight we're doing 90s House Party. Uh, I was just um, scrolling through the news here and, and reading, um, um, finally, some of the um, um, activists that drive me nuts. They, uh, they got what was coming to them. Uh, to be honest, there's an activist here uh, in the UK, uh, Extinction Rebellion activist, weeps as she faces jail for causing uh, 100k of damage, that's pounds, not dollars, to uh, Barclays headquarters. Now, Barclays is a, is a bank, so I'll be honest, I really don't give a crap from that point of view. Um, I don't think any of us are fans of banks at the moment. They, they keep increasing uh, our, our friggin' mortgage rates. But uh, in this case, you know, I think this crew got what they deserved. Uh, the activist wept. Carol Wood cried as she was found guilty uh, for doing property damage. And um, she thinks that if the uh, staff knew about, uh, you know, the, the issues with climate uh, were happening, they would have condoned this. Um, 
look, I guess this is, I know this is a sensitive subject, but I'll be honest, I don't think uh, these activists are on the right track. I'm sorry to say, activists just in general through history, I don't feel like these people are uh, emotionally mature. I don't think they are understanding how to get people to pay attention. Frankly, this is not the way to do it. This is not the way to get you on side uh, by sitting in front of traffic when people need to go to work. That's the other thing. First of all, let me be honest. Usually, it's it tends to be the, the, the typical, <laughs> I'll be honest, it's the white cis female who seems to have a lot of time on her hands and her friends. Um, why is it always that? Most of us have jobs to go to. We have um, bills to pay, families to support. Uh, I don't know where they find this time. I think it's because so a lot of these are are either independently wealthy or they've sold uh, a strange piece of art they made and they so you know going to work and having to work for a living is not an issue for them they don't have anything to do during the day so they have way too much time on their hands first of all to go around uh, throwing soup on uh, works of art uh, gluing themselves to the to the counter at Starbucks and again doing all these extreme things and property damage and vandalism to try to get the world to notice about about the treachery of climate change because it's happening before our eyes and and the, the world is splitting apart and it's all a disaster again I'm not a climate change denier but I just do believe I believe in balance I believe in having a conversation uh, I believe going out and vandalizing places um, and acting like just a, a complete weirdo is not the way to get through to the common man, the common family. Again, the people who actually have jobs and somewhere to go, and they're just trying to eke out a living of their own in this complicated world, which is just already complicated enough without having to see this in the news. But yeah, again, I just don't think this is someone who's emotionally mature to have a discussion or to try to present it in a different way or to tell your story and to sit down and get people to understand and also to understand that these things take time, okay? I think activists are extremists. They, they just want change, and it becomes about them. I think they're the ultimate narcissist. It becomes about them, and, and they want to see themselves on, on Twitter. And it's like an echo chamber. The more, the more they get into it, they get more people who, who, who are you know, extreme like them. And then they just, again, they don't have a rational balance to sit down with someone and have a conversation. Uh, things don't change overnight. Uh, you can put up a million solar panels. Guess what that does? That actually destroys the land you put it on. And frankly, the way solar panels are these days, they still don't power a, a whole house barely. You have a whole roof of solar panels. And, and even if you have the most amazing Tesla battery, at best, it's still not going to get you off the grid. It's not going to replace all the consumption of power that you use. We're not there yet. You can have a whole valley of, of wind farm, wind machines, windmills, and wind farm. Someone needs to maintain it, the technology, the, the mechanisms themselves. Someone has to go out there and, and take care of it. Uh, these things are not just self-sustaining miracles. Everything has a cost and a price, and we're just not there yet. We don't have fusion generators. It's not Star Trek yet. We don't have a, 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 a warp coil. We don't have a warp core and, and, and magical ways. You know, We have nuclear power, which I'm sure... I still don't see why they're not excited about that. Because frankly, except for the toxic waste, which is a problem, but hey, that's what the moon's for, sorry to say. Just ship it out there, you know? Out of sight, out of mind. But I'm surprised they're not behind nuclear power because frankly, except for the aforementioned toxic wake, waste, it's, um, it's clean energy, folks. Clean energy. Uh, all right, everyone goes, Chernobyl. Hey, that was a one-off. 
that was a shunky operation. I don't know what they were doing there. You know, I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know, you know, natural gas, hydrogen, all these things have begun e become evil. But, you know, 20 years ago, they were still something as a alternatives. Uh, uh, but, but anyway, uh, and again, I could go on and on. But like with electric cars, everyone who thinks they're saving the planet, they go home, they plug in their Tesla and uh, they think oh, they can breathe freely. Look what I've done. You, you didn't do much because the power is still coming from the coal burning plant down the road, dude. So again, we're not quite there yet. Don't force it down our throats. Nobody likes change to be forced down their throat have a conversation first come up with ideas start small start in your community don't go and vandalize property don't go to the mona lisa and try to destroy someone else's art a piece of art that is it is an important piece of history and humanity and the amazing talent and possibilities that we all have inside of us why would you ruin that how's that going to get anyone on, on your side or to like you nobody frankly nobody so yeah look um if they get jailed and fined eh, what can i say um they did it to a bank eh, i'm conflicted there <laughs> but uh, anyway look don't uh, don't vandalize don't destroy someone else's property and uh just uh, think before you act folks all right more great 90s house party music coming up next on radio Mo the music never stops here on Radio In Motion. Hey everyone, you're listening to Radio In Motion. It's our 90s house party night. That was Not Even By Nature with Hip Hop Parade. Before that, Dilemma by Nelly. And Snoop Dogg with Murder was the case. Um, I tell you, I, uh, I can't keep up with what uh, uh, Gen Z wants to cancel. Uh, I don't know if Gen Z, if they're just real people, or perhaps they were all just aliens planted here on Earth. Uh, I was just reading uh, Gen Z is trying to destroy Christmas by canceling Santa. Of course they are. Why wouldn't they? Why Why would you stop it? If you If you want to just be ultimate the ultimate downer and just have your sad, miserable life and not like anything and blame everyone else for everything and everything's terrible. If you want to suck the fun out of life, well, of course. Of course they'd be coming for the fat man. Why wouldn't you? I, I should have ex expected nothing less from that generation. Uh, Gen Z uh, maybe have to rename the Grinch generation. Uh, so it says here, this holiday season, after they started a campaign to cancel Santa Claus or claims that mystical, mystical festive figure is traumatizing children. Okay, how is he traumatizing children? Maybe Krampus is. I don't know if you know Krampus. Krampus is the anti-Santa Claus. Uh, look up Krampus. That's uh, traumatizing. But Santa, uh, the hashtag Santa isn't real, has a massive of 14 million views on TikTok. Well, TikTok, that's the first problem. TikTok is, is, is social media hysteria, social contagion gone wrong. TikTok is uh, a virus in itself. Uh, Gen Z desperately tries to persuade others to teach their children Santa is fake. Um... Obviously, celebrities starting this. Of course. Of course, it's celebrities. Celebrities like uh, Alicia Silverstone. Of course. All those uh, young 90s stars ended up being the weirdos of now. Um, essentially, what they're saying is when, uh, you know, they find out they've been lied to when they're older, it's traumatizing because it was a lie. Uh, first of all, for anyone listening, all, all adults and children, Santa is 100% real. And if you're a little um, creep, 
this Christmas, Santa's not coming. You will get a lump of coal. Having said that, yes. Um, so if you grow up and you find out that, that Santa was fake, uh, it can be traumatizing. All right. Uh, I'm going to be honest right here. If you are traumatized by that fact and you didn't find joy when you're a child as part of the magical world of being a child and imagination and and I think that sets you off to be a very uh, uh, well-adjusted person. If you find out and you have some sort of um, um, problem and you have to go see a psychiatrist, you're not well. I'm sorry to say, you're not well. You have the problem. And your problems aren't all of our problems. What can I say? That's how the world works. That's your problem. Go see someone. Go see a therapist. You know, seriously, get some counseling. You, you're the type who was probably breastfed till you were 15. I'm just saying, those are the kind of parents that also have, you know, uh, 20th place for the kids. It's great if they're two, but when you're 16 and you're running a race, there is a loser and there is a winner and there's no 20th place, sorry to say. Uh, uh, the world is harsh. <laughs> It'll kick your butt seven days a week and twice on Sunday. And if you can stay a child for a while and have that magic and have that joy with your family, and part of that is, is the joy of Christmas and Santa Claus, then so be it. Why strip that away? It makes no sense. You know, regardless of whatever it is you celebrate, it could be Hanukkah, it could be Kwanzaa, um, it's all just about family and the holidays and getting together and the joy of giving and seeing the joy in someone else's face, in thinking of someone besides yourself. It's about the nature of giving. And uh, what's wrong with that? No matter what you believe, um, when you try to take away someone else's belief, I think you're starting to get in trouble. Um, I, I tell you, it's the same with the, the activists that I was talking about before. They just really go down the wrong path to try to, uh, you know, put their issues on someone else. Issues, man. I tell you, it's the, it, was, it was started out emos, but then they grew up to, to whatever this is, whatever this Gen Z cancel culture thing is. Yeah, so they want to cancel Santa, you know, to the parents out there. And I think anyone who's a parent knows this. Uh, first of all, Santa Claus is the ultimate control. If there is no Santa Claus, I'll tell you right now, you want to see pandemonium in the streets? You won't need to worry about climate change. There'll be, there'll be kids with Molotov cocktails uh, throwing it at buildings because Santa Claus is the ultimate control for many a child. If there's no Christmas to look forward to, if there's no Santa Claus to say, if you better be good this year or Santa is, is not coming, you know, for a lot of kids, that, that's, that's serious. And they, uh, they find control within themselves. They find a way to behave. And if it's based on incentive, well, so be it. It works. They're children. They're not ready yet. Their, their prefrontal lobes aren't completely developed yet. Sorry to say, folks. I mean, people are still developing in their 20s. You know what I mean? What is an adult? Uh, not a nine-year-old. Not kids who all want to be princesses and astronauts and, and cowboys and Indians. And, uh, you know, um, I think you're putting too much pressure on them to, to assume they've got it all worked out. Look, kids are great. They're the future. But they are kids. Give them some, some time to, to get some emotional maturity and let them have fun in the meantime. But, yeah, you take away Santa. You're going to take away one of the last bastions of control parents have on their kids. I'll tell you right now. Um, yeah, that's how to uh, keep all the, uh, the wild kids under control. You know, the ones who are going out there, you know, pushing the limit there of being, of being naughty. These are the ones who are really on the naughty list. And uh, yeah, 
Santa is a monicum of control, even if it's if it's eight months away. <laughs> At least they have it there. It's something you know when your kids are going going uh, you know nuts in the in the store in the aisle, and uh, you're threatening to go home. You say, you know, Santa Santa won't come this year. Okay, so that's traumatizing. You've you've given the kid an ultimatum. Oh, that's so abusive. That Santa to, to use Santa as control. I don't know what to say. I think that's because these parents, they, they don't want their kids to grow up and be well-adjusted uh, adults that are um, a productive part of society. <laughs> they want them to grow up to be, you know, just n narcissistic, uh, neurotic, um, anxiety-ridden weirdos who have trauma over Santa. That's all I'm going to say about that. So anyway, let's hope uh, that doesn't catch on and they don't cancel Santa because I'm certainly hoping he shows up this year. I'm, I'm, I'm counting on it. I'm betting on it. I've been good. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Radio in Motion, and it's 90s house party night. Now, I just can't let this Gen Z trying to cancel Santa Claus thing go. So I've got my good friend Chris on the line to have a chat about it. Chris, you there? I'm here. All right. All right. Look, I, I get it. Some people just want to be down and sad, and they want to bring everyone down with them. So I guess with the whole uh, with Gen Z and sort of cancel culture... Uh, why not? Why not Santa? I figure they'd be coming after him sooner than later, and um, it, it just makes me sad. And, and I'm going to give you the reason first. Uh, it would be celebrities, first of all, and TikTok. So celebrities and TikTok, that's already a bad combo, yeah? When you start there, uh, nothing good's going to come from that. But apparently, uh, the hashtag Santa isn't real uh, is, is gaining momentum on TikTok, and there's all these, you know, super hippie sort of parents um, um, coming off the child uh, parenting technique of gentle parenting, and they say that uh, when they lie to their kids, they grow up and find out that Santa's not real. It's, it's traumatizing. What do, you, what do you think about that? I reckon it's a joke. <laughs> they're, uh, I tell you what, they're not wrong when they say TikTok's dangerous for kids if that's trending. It is, I, and again, I'm not some I'm not so some old man who's right wing and evil. I'm someone who always just is interested in having a, a conversation, and I'm not someone that pushes my views on on other people. I'm certainly just about uh, everyone in the world enjoying their life to the best of their ability. And and why would you come after something that that makes kids happy and let them enjoy their childhood? Look, the world's a harsh place it'll it'll kick your ass seven days a week and twice on sunday why not at least give them that why do you have to take that away and that's it that's all it is then it's not supposed to be anything uh super meaningful or deep or or not supposed to interfere with anyone's um beliefs it's just supposed to be fun and you and know some happy times for christmas that's it that's it and and you know look for anyone listening santa is 100 percent real he's coming to my house i'm hoping he is because i've been good what was the point of me being good all year if he's not coming to my house but for you know but for the parents out there i think they would agree and i said this before look you know if anything santa claus which again i mean is it based on something that bad uh, you know saint nicholas and all the sort of legends are all about about giving and and you know giving to the suffering and sick and the needy it's not it's not just kids but uh, the idea of parents and Santa 
That's the ultimate control, I'll be honest. Uh, for all the kids out there, block your ears. But Santa Claus is control all year long. You could tell a kid who's uh, you know pitching a fit at, 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 in the store, and you could tell him you know, eight months out, if you're not good, Santa's not coming. It's, that's power. <laughs> They're going to lose that's that. That's true. What if they lost that control? What if there was no Santa? To, uh, 100%. Well, to I think he gets on TikTok next year. Uh, they're going to realize that there is no Santa. Oh, I just... And what do you what do you think about this whole that it's traumatizing because they were lied to? Oh, what? That it's traumatizing because they were lied to? <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's a joke, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, kids get lied to all the time about multiple <laughs> different things. If they're going to target Santa because they think that they're, they're bringing up their kids with a lie and that it's traumatizing when the lies become true... The kids are being too soft, <laughs> in in an honest opinion. Yeah, like one of the celebrities is Alicia Silverstone, and then it's like, who? Yeah, you know, exactly. It's the kind of celebrities that, you know, they were big in the 90s, and now they're kind of nobody, so they have to find another way to, to be cool. Yeah, they need to get back in the, in the, in the spotlight somehow. Got to get in the spotlight. And her says, uh, Alicia Silverstone revealed she uses the gentle parenting technique, um, her uh, 11-year-old boy, who, who still sleeps in the same bed as her. He probably also still breastfeeds. I think these are not going to be well-adjusted kids. <laughs> You know what I mean? This is not, uh, again, it sounds like I'm being a hypocrite, like I'm saying, uh, don't lie to kids, tell them the realities of the world, but at the same time I'm saying to let them live this live this this joy. But, but I am, let them be kids. That's the thing too, it's not, look, lies aren't good, but it's not a dangerous lie, that's just something fun, that's all it is. It's just supposed to be a bit of a, I don't, I don't know what the right word is, a bit of entertainment value for Christmas, I guess. Well, let's cancel everything. Let's cancel uh, um, uh, Tinkerbell. Let's cancel Rudolph. Let's cancel Mickey Mouse. Let's cancel any incarnation of any imagination that anyone had on Earth to bring joy to us. Let's cancel them all and see... 100%. How anything with entertainment value, but it's not actual fact. Yeah. It's all fiction. Get rid of it. Now, I feel I'm not now... I, I don't remember. Are, are, you, are you Gen Y or Gen Z? I might be attacking your people. Are these, what, what was the question? Gen, it's Gen Z. Are these your people? <laughs> uh, no. Unfortunately, I'm in the millennial boat. Ah, okay, okay. All right. That's even worse. <laughs> it's even worse. Yeah. I, I don't I, associate myself with that, but yeah. No, no. I don't, I don't like labels. I don't like to be labeled. That's uh, it. I don't, I don't want labels. I'm my own man. <laughs> uh, look, I mean, and, and you know, when you, you grow up and found things out about santa uh, did you did you end up in prison were you traumatized did you end up on no. the wrong side of the <laughs> the not wall? at all no. i wasn't traumatized at all i think when i found out i was a little kid and we were sitting around my grandma's <laughs> dinner table and my granddad started telling stories about christmas about how he was pouring out all the kids presents on christmas eve at night and i'm like hang on what and i sort of clicked <laughs> and i went oh he's not real i think oh, i was like no. five or six or something but yeah, so that was it for me. It was over pretty early. Oh wow, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I think I, I believed nah. I believed in it a tad longer, so uh, I turned out okay. I think. Um, well, the thing I got told was I wasn't allowed to go to school and tell all the other kids. Oh yeah, that look, and you know what that was? You learned you learned responsibility. That's, yeah, that's what apparently, you learned. Apparently, but uh, I don't know. To be honest, the next week I think I went to school and told all the kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> of course you did. So um, I learned what responsibility yeah, yeah. should be, but I didn't learn how to manage it. Yeah, uh, sponsatility, as a um, little kid from Rugrats used to say. Yeah, sponsatility. Um, yeah. So, you know, I was watching, because I, I know you're doing the, the uh, what is it, the, the 24 days of Christmas. You're watching a, a movie a night, yeah, through December. Yep, so I'm, I'm trying to get that on, on the misses. It's not as easy. I think I might be able to get one in, one in a week. But uh, I watched Fred Claus, and even that, now that movie's a bit old now. Fred Claus, that's probably like yeah. a good 10 years old. Yeah, definitely well, I realized Definitely. there was a part, I never really realized um, he goes uh, to his brother, because he's, he's the brother, he's Fred Claus. He goes, oh, this year, you know what, uh, uh, everyone gets a present. There are no bad kids. And I, at first I'm like, oh, that's nice. But then part of me goes, mm, now, now, we're, now we're doing that. Not to be mean, <laughs> yeah. there, there are naughty kids. I'm not saying they deserve to be, uh, you know. Uh, uh, I, I'm not the discipliner. They're your kids. But the whole get a present and lump of coal. Okay, Santa doesn't bring lumps of coal these days, although maybe he does. But it's just, I think that also teaches them that there's no consequences to being a little shit. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? No, I agree completely. It's, it's like saying everyone's equal. And to a degree, everyone is equal. But holy shit, there's different consequences for people when, uh, when you step foot out of line, for sure. So... That just gets exaggerated as life goes on. You've got to follow the rule, unfortunately. Or it's like I was saying, tw- 20th place. Again, that's okay if you're like two or, you know, it's yeah, a bit of fun. Yeah, but when the Participation kid- awards. Yeah, participation awards. When it when it gets to the point where that maybe that's the, the career track they're going to take, maybe they're going to, be, going to become uh, an amazing athlete and you're trying to, to hone their skills. Um, then unfortunately there is, of course, yes, everyone in the race is amazing. I can't do it. Whatever it is they're doing is amazing. But at the end of the day, why do we, why do we have any trophy or celebrate anything or, or at the footy, like the, the team that makes it to the grand final, both teams are celebrated. Both teams are celebrated on the day. You know what I mean? It's everyone feels good. But but at the end, someone did get one extra point and that is just the point of it all, you know? 100%. Ah, uh, well, I don't know. No. Maybe. I agree. And um, I've noticed, like, junior basketball as well these days, when when they start as younger kids, they don't keep score because, obviously, you're just learning to play the game. Yeah, you're of not course. You're being competitive. But now they've raised the age where the kids don't score. I'm thinking, at what point do you learn to be competitive? Like, they're just going to keep raising the age more and more and more, and then all of a sudden they're going to be adults and go, ah, oh, there's, <laughs> there's no competition here. We're all, we're all winners. That's it. And there is such a, a, a phrase as healthy competition. Again, it's not about trying to, you know, stomp on your your fellow man. It is just about knowing, look, I'll, I'll be honest, there's only so much to go around in this world. <laughs> so yeah. you, you better go get it. Nothing yep. wrong with trying to, to be the best. But yeah, this, this whole Santa thing makes me sad. So what's a, I was going to say what was a good memory for you of Santa, but it looks like the the, the plug got pulled on you pretty early. Well, before yeah. that, what do you have as a... like? Mm-hmm. I, I, look, I'll give you... I reckon a, it, was, it yeah. was probably the last Christmas that I actually believed. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Mum and Dad forgot to put out all the presents that night. So Christmas morning, got up, went to church, opened all our presents in that before church. Thought Christmas was done, came back. Guess what? There's more presents under the tree because they'd forgotten. <laughs> And they said, oh, Santa must have come uh, back. Yes. Yeah, Santa must have come back. That's, that's what it was. My, so, my, yeah, 
that, that was like two Christmases. Well, that's it. You know, look, uh, my parents used to do the, and I look back now and think, you know, if anything, this was traumatizing. So this is parents having a, a bit of fun with kids, which again, you know, he, you have the right to do that. Uh, they brought you into this world. They can take you out. Look, they have the power. So <laughs> I, I got this a few times and this was probably to teach me a lesson for being a bit of a, 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 a bit of a selfish pouty poo head. So you, there's always the one gift you want, the main one. And and that's the one you're looking out for. You're looking out for the size the and shape. Super Goose BMX with there, a tough wheel. There it is. You know what it is. So you yeah. well for for a bike's hard to wrap, but if if it's something wrapped, you're on the lookout for it through the whole presentation of the presents. And then you know you start with the socks and some batteries, and you're like, all right, all right, let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to the meaty stuff. Stop with this sideline shit. And and you finally get there, and it's a big box, and you open it, and it's not what you asked for. Maybe it's something kind of kind of cool, and your parents, their faces are all lit up, and then you, you're like, huh, and you have this look of, of disappointment. Now, I went through that a couple times, and what they would do is, Christmas ended, Christmas came and went, they would wait for like a good, a good hour afterwards when I'm in, you know, I'm looking at my batteries and socks going, yeah. Yeah, Christmas is great. I love you both. Sure. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then my dad would. Dog. Yeah, appreciate appreciate the effort. Good effort. My dad. <laughs> I remember he pointed one time. He goes, "Oh, oh, what's that? Um, what's that behind the behind the tree over there?" And then they had hidden it in the back, and it was the present that I wanted. They did that a couple times. So it's yeah. If anything's traumatizing, that was a jailable offense. But yeah, they used to do that to me a lot. Hide the made present. I might do that again. I might bring that tradition back. I like that. Don't do that. <laughs> I believe I'm seeing you Christmas Day, and I do not want that. You don't want that? You don't want me to hold back and traumatize you? No. Damn it. No, that's a request. <laughs> okay. All right, I won't do that. Oh, yeah. All right, well, I know Santa's coming to my house and coming to your house, so I'll, let's keep the tradition going and uh, and, and, and keep that's happy it. thoughts this Santa's Christmas. Santa's real. Santa's Forever real. listening. Yep. Hashtag Santa's real. All right. That's it. Best behavior. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Chris, for catching up. I'll chat to you soon. No worries. Don't forget to put the bins out. Thanks. I will. All right. Catch you later. (laughs) Bye. See ya.